Welcome, Soul Tribe, to Deep Soul Awakenings with your hosts, Chastity Ryan and Millie Franco. Get ready to shed some light on the unspoken aspects of spiritual and healing journeys. What's up, y'all? Welcome to this episode of Deep Soul Awakening. This is your host, Millie Franco. Hello, hello, hello. Um, It's been a while. And there has been a lot going on energetically, um, in the world, all around together. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear chirping in the background. If so, I apologize. But I am currently babysitting three beautiful little chicks from Julian's school. Um, so they're just here, chilling trying to get me to give them some food but um I'm not gonna because they cannot eat every five minutes um so first and foremost I just want to send so much love I want to send my aloha to Hawaii and Maui um I'm pretty sure all of you guys know but Hawaii and Maui um because had a horrible 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 fire that devastated literally a whole town. And there were many deaths. There has been a lot going on. And it's pretty crazy altogether all around. Um, so I just wanted to send everybody out there a lot of love. You know, right now, they are going through a place of mourning. They are in a place of mourning. And, you know, not only are they mourning their family, they're also mourning the land. You know, Kahaina was a place, a sacred space, a place of history. It was a place that they cherished and it is gone. And it was pretty much, I think, probably about 86, 90% of the places that were lost were actually residential. And this was a place that where many, many families have lived through generations and they've literally just lost everything. And it's really sad, you know? So I just want to say to everybody who's listening out there, if you can help in some type of way, if you're looking to donate, I'm going to include some links in the description so that you guys can do so. Please do not donate to any Red Cross, any government-tied agencies from what I've been seeing. The government hasn't been as helpful as they can be. There is a lot of grassroots effort. There is a lot of native people from Hawaii, people who live in Hawaii, who are definitely showing that true meaning of ohana and family and coming together and doing a lot of the grassroots efforts to help each other. I've seen a lot of organizations that are collecting money to give to the people that are on the land, the people that are tied to the nonprofit organizations. There's lots of ways that we can donate to the people who actually need it, to the people who are in the land who need it. So I will definitely include those links for any of you who are looking. Um, I know that Sacred Sons has ties to Maui and they are also doing um, raising money. There are two specific people, Kale and Koa, I believe that are on foot there helping people, getting the work done, feeding people, seeing what it is that they need. So I will include that link as well. Um, I've also heard that there are 
land developers who are trying to snatch up the land. And I I mean, I, I feel like in a sense, I'm almost speechless at that, but it kind of makes sense with the world that we're living in and the powers that be, but also the the war that we have essentially going on. And I feel like right now, the sacred spaces, the sacred spaces and the sacred in the sacred places are being attacked in a sense and trying to come under different control, for lack of better words. Um, so if there's anybody out there who was looking to vacation in Maui, you know, I would suggest allowing its people and its land to mourn in the ways that they need. But you know, for those of you who say that you love Hawaii. You know, definitely contribute to those people, to the land itself, to the people who really need it. Um, I had also seen that there were people who were like snorkeling right by the, the town that was burned. And it's like, you know, as people, as human beings, we should have a level of respect when it comes to tragedies and travesty. And I feel like sometimes there is such a lack of compassion and a lack of just heart in all of the stuff that goes on. So, you know, when it comes to things like this, when it comes to things that you experience, I really ask you to try to navigate it from a place of your heart space. And if it doesn't feel right to you, then honor that, honor that and don't do it. I remember when Hurricane Maria hit I believe it was Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico and there was devastation. And I remember looking for my cousins for like two or more weeks, I believe. And it was like, I couldn't get in contact with them. I didn't know if they were okay. I didn't know if they were alive. And I remember all of us having to use walkie talkies on certain um, channels to ask if they were okay. And I remember the people of Puerto Rico coming together and passing messages and letting us know out here in New York what towns were devastated and what towns weren't, where there was electricity, where there wasn't electricity. And, you know, it just reminds me that in times of need, in times where we should come together, the people, the people always come together in compassion. The people always come together in love. And Hawaii is literally showing us that right now. And they are going through it. There's places that have contaminated drinking water. There are places without electricity. You know, us being where we are, especially me here in New York, I can't even imagine what it is that they went through or what it is that they're going through. And I've experienced my own types of travesty, you know, living in New York and, and experiencing 9-11 and walking through the streets through soot. I feel like my generation has experienced so much, so much, so many different things from 9-11 to COVID to all of this craziness that has been going on. And I feel like right now is really a time for us to come together in compassion and kindness and love. You know, you can, I've, I say it all the time, you can be kind, you don't have to be nice. To me, being nice is allowing, is being nice to a fault, allowing people to take advantage of you, not setting boundaries, but you can be kind, you can help and set boundaries but I really really call out to all of you and I ask if you can contribute please do if you can't contribute monetarily 
you can send your love, you can send your aloha, you can send energy, you can send healing. There are so many different ways that you contribute can contribute. It doesn't always have to be money. Money is not the only, for lack of a better word, currency that we have. Everything is energy. And energy speaks and energy transmutes and transshifts and it not transshifts, it shifts, <laughs> transforms into so many, so many different things. So I ask that you please send what you can. Um, and I guess with that, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately because I know I continuously say that my spirit is medicine, but I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I ask myself, what is the medicine that I have to offer? One of the biggest medicines that I feel that I have to offer is awareness. I do this podcast so that I can share my voice, so that I can share my truths to see, not to see, so that I can speak the truth that I hold in my heart, so that I can allow for others to listen, so that it may resonate with them, so that it may create awareness, so that it may trigger healing within them. The medicine that I bring is definitely love. You know, I, I do all things from my heart space. I love fiercely. I have a friend who tells me all the time that I um I have the heart of a warrior. And I agree with that because to me, my heart is what guides me. And in this spiritual battle that we're in, essentially, because many of us who are connected, many of us who have connections to source and vibrate higher and some senses are being attacked because when you are light darkness is attracted to you it's literally like flies to the light you know we have to be mindful of that we have to be mindful of how we are protecting ourselves energetically you know if whether if we are taking things from other people if there are things attaching to us what energy are we bringing to the table you know because this this all counts in so many ways. And I know for me, even when it comes to the job that I'm in right now, even though this job isn't in alignment necessarily with who I am and my who I am spiritually, I bring my heart into this place. I do things with love. I do things from a place of awareness. And when I do, I notice that others will open up to me. Others connect to me. And when they are in their moments where they seek validation or they need something, they come to me. And I honor that and I cherish that and I find that to be beautiful because I feel like I've been given this beautiful gift to be able to see others for who they are, for the energy that they are. And when they react a certain way or they say certain things, I'm able to separate myself from that and, and to see it from where it's coming from, to see it from the projections that they have, to see it from the energy that they are inside. And I feel like to me, my my heart is my superpower, you know, it, it guides me in so many ways. For me, it is, it's the key to my ascension. It is a key to my path. And it is a key to everything for me. And I feel like when I listen to my heart, it guides me in the right way. But I have noticed that a lot of times when we listen to other people, you know, when we listen to other people's advice, we listen to a lot of projections. And in these projections, you know, for a lot of people, they weren't able to follow their dreams. I know for me, I come from a family where, you know, having a podcast is 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 not even something that was ever thought of in my family. 
to to speak and and be so honest and be so raw and speak of my past and speak of everything freely you know and to me in my puerto rican household it, you just didn't do that you know whatever happened to you whatever happens in the family stays within the family you don't spread that anywhere else you don't go to therapy because there's a stigma with therapy and and, and that's not a stigma you want to bring to your family but in me following my dreams and 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 following who I am, you know, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. This is me living authentically. And it's really a time for me to really think about what it is that, what medicine is it that my spirit gives? How does it connect to people? What does it bring to people? I've been lucky enough to be gifted songs by grandmother after ceremonies. And to me, music is also medicine. And I would love to eventually share these songs with people one day. But then there, there is that space when you are coming from a place where you have lived according to other people and according to how others say that you should be, that when you start to live as your authentic self, sometimes when you do something new, you feel that fear. And I'm learning that that fear is what keeps you asleep, it's what keeps you stuck, it's what keeps you at a lower vibration. And when you surpass that fear, when you do the things that feel good, when you find your joy, your life just becomes so different. It becomes so much more beautiful. You find yourself, you know, I especially for me, like sometimes I, I'm walking outside and I see a flower in bloom and I find such beauty in it. I go to the beach and I listen to the waves crashing and it's it's beautiful. You know, you find so much more beauty in life. And I say all of this to say, you know, we need to be true to ourselves. We need to be true to who we truly are. We need to allow love to be something that guides us again. Allow love back in. Allow our heart spaces to open. For a lot of us, our heart, sp our heart spaces are closed. Without our heart, our heart spaces being open, we cannot really move authentically and freely as the people that we are. We'll never be able to. Because the heart is so crucial in everything that we do. The heart is our fire. The heart is our passion. What is it that you feed to your heart? You know, I've said this before. And it's like, when we live from places where we are living for other people, we are limiting ourselves. We're, li we're, we're living in survival because we're doing the things that we think that we have to do to survive, but not to actually live. So I challenge all of you to do something that makes you feel like you live. And I say this because I feel like the people of Hawaii, the people of Hawaii in themselves are sacred. They understand what it is to connect to the land. They understand what it is to protect the land. They understand what it is to love the land and love each other. And I feel like we could all learn so much from them. Especially when it comes to banding together and, and, and just love and family and doing what needs to be done. But I feel like us as human beings, us as the embodiment of spirit in a human existence, at the end of the day, we all have the ability to come together in love. And we are so much more powerful together. That is why they seek to separate us in so many ways. Because together we can accomplish so many things. We can manifest together. We literally manifest all of this that we are in together.
So I guess I say all of this to say that I, I just really feel like we need to get back to a space, a place of the heart, of letting the heart guide us, of letting love in all of its different forms be the drive. We are so concentrated on money at times that we allow that 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 need for money, that that force that drives us to money because we allow for us, we allow for <clears throat> the perception to be given that money is, is something that we need. It's the force that drives us in, in the name of money, in the name of obtaining money, in the name of seeking money. A lot of times we do things that are not right, that we know are not right, and we know are not cool. But we do it because we tell ourselves it's okay because we want to gain something out of it. And for me, I feel like money will never be my driving force. I struggle at times a lot when it comes to the services that I provide, the things that I make, because I want it to be accessible to the people that need it. I want to be accessible to those who will come my way, who are in need of me, of my medicine, of my spirit, of my awareness, of the truth that I speak, of my heart. I never want money to be a reason why someone cannot reach me. And I feel like with what's going on in Hawaii, you know, people are taking this tragedy that happened and trying to use it for their gain, trying to buy that land, trying to make it so that they can put up places to bring more tourism in and all of this stuff. But you know what? Hawaii does not belong to us. Hawaii belongs to its people. Hawaii belongs to the earth. Hawaii belongs to Pachamama. And until we realize that tourism and money and all of these things that we tell ourselves that we need aren't the driving force of this, not of this existence. This existence is literally so that we can be the embodiment of spirit in a human existence and experience what love is. Because love in its, fear, in its purest form will always be the driving force because it is the most sacred force. It is literally in our DNA. Our ancestors paved the way for us with their love. They sacrificed so many things out of love so that we could live these lives that we live. So we owe it to them to live it to the fullest, but we also owe it to them to keep the places that they held sacred as safe. We need to pray where they pray, lived where they lived, experience what they experienced in terms of connections to spirit. They knew so much. They had so much wisdom. And we are the embodiment of that wisdom. We are here. We, For a lot of us, we are thriving. For a lot of us, we are not. But we are learning. And we have so much more freedom in so many different ways than our ancestors did. For a lot of us, you know, living in all of these different places, we did not come here by choice. Not really. We are here now because we choose to stay here. But how we got here, how our ancestors got here, for a lot of us wasn't by choice. I feel like a lot of us are literally like orphans to the land. We don't know the lands it is that we came from. But it is such a blessing to know the land, to connect to the land that you are in. So imagine what it would be like for you if you were able to connect to the land and the sacred spaces that your ancestors once did. We must fight to keep those sacred spaces for us because they are sacred. 
our ancestors are sacred, that energy is sacred. And with that, I am um, going to pull some cards for the week to see what the energy is like. So the pull is going to be from August 14th to the 20th. And I ask Great Spirit, my ancestors, my spirit guides, my tarot gatekeeper, what messages do you have for the collective for the week of August 14th to the 20th? So right now, <clears throat> the first card that I pulled is the death card. And I feel like the death card gets a bad rap. It doesn't necessarily mean what everybody thinks that somebody's going to die or whatever the case may be. I mean, I can. And in light of everything that's been going on, there has been a lot of death. But for the death card, what it means is like rebirth and transformation shifting. Right now, for a lot of us, the old versions of us are dying. We are releasing them. We are transforming into the embodiment of all of the things that we are learning. We are transforming into all of these beautiful things that we are, are learning. We are embodying this wisdom. We are living this wisdom. We are acting accordingly to the truth that we hold within our heart. And because of this, it is a time of transformation. It is a time of shifting. Allow yourself to shift. You know, it, it, it always, it makes me think of the winter, you know, in the winter, the leaves fall down, the flowers die, and it's like a, a state of sleep, a state of transition. But once that's once the spring comes, everything comes back to life. The flowers bloom. Everything is beautiful. So allow for this version of yourself to die. Allow for this version of yourself to transform into the version that you're that you're going to be because the version that you are going to be is literally the embodiment of everything that you've been working for. The second card that I pulled is the hangman. So essentially for the hangman, what it asks for is for reflection. Think, think deeply, reflect deeply within yourself. What are the things that you are holding on to that you know that you need to let go of in order to fully embody the shift, in order to fully embody this person that you are becoming? What do you have to let go of? You know what it is. You know what you carry. It's sitting in your stomach. There are so many things that you need to let go of. Allow it to be released. A lot of times we hold the wounding that we've experienced as crutches so that we can do things that don't necessarily sit within our heart space so that we can make decisions that aren't in alignment. But that is no longer the people that we are. That We are We are awake. We are thinking. And in that, allow yourself to reflect and let go of the things that no longer serve you. Shift your perspective. Stop looking for the things that are going wrong and start really celebrating the things that are going right you have transformed and changed so much in such a small amount of time give yourself praise for that concentrate on the beautiful things allow yourself to give more of your of your heart space and of the things that resonate with you outward allow that to really embody and become the energy that you are so that you can also attract that energy to yourself because at the end of the day all of us are blessings all of us in alignment are blessings. All of us in alignment are sacred, are wisdom, are beautiful. Treat yourself as such. 
the next card that I pulled is the Empress. Um, the Empress is actually my favorite card. And what the Empress is, is divine feminine energy. You know, love, healing, wisdom, abundance. It is everything that we are calling into us. We are attracting these things. We are transforming. We are changing. But when I think of the Empress, I also tend to think of softness. For a lot of us, we are soft, we are kind, we are nurturing to everyone else but ourselves. Allow yourself to be this for you as well. When you show yourself grace, when you are soft with yourself, when you show yourself love, you change in a way that is beautiful because now you are not seeking validation from others. The validation that you need has always been within. And when you allow yourself to embody that, you transform in a way where you literally glow. Your energy shifts, your your your, percep your perspective shifts, and you become this person that you are so proud to be. Allow this shift to happen, baby. Embrace it. Love it. Love yourself. You are here to be divine energy. All of us are divine masculine and divine feminine energy. But we need to also embrace that part of ourself that is healing, that is love, that is manifesting, that is abundant. And that is just beautiful within itself. We all have the wisdom inside of us that we are seeking. We all have these gifts that we see others like myself come and, and show and speak and use. We all have this within us. Um, the next card that I pull, which is typically, I, I like to call this my future card, is the Queen of Pentacles. And this is another card that is the embodiment of divine feminine energy. And, you know, to me, divine feminine energy is abundance. It is healing. It is love. And I like this card because she's actually looking off to the right, which is looking off to the future. And it's to say, you know, the future looks bright. You are transforming. You are becoming this beautiful new person. Life is changing. Blessings are coming. You're seeing the blessings at this point. Allow it to happen. Embrace it. Continue to transform. Continue to become this queen energy. You know? Treat yourself like royalty. Treat yourself with luxury. Allow yourself to, to, to embody what feels good to you. You know, we're feeling good on the inside now. So allow yourself to look good on the outside too. Treat yourself in the sense of feeding your mind, body, and spirit. Because you cannot feed one without the other. So take care of all of yourself. Um, and then for our shadow card... I actually pulled the high priestess. So we got a lot of divine feminine energy going on. So to me, this means that we have a lot of healing going on. We have a lot of love going on. We're coming back to a space where we are just really becoming in tune with ourselves and, and our gifts and our wisdom and our higher selves. And what this card as a shadow card is really asking us to do is to trust ourselves the answers that you seek are within you. They have always been within you. Allow yourself to share your wisdom and tap in. We can all connect to source. We can all 
receive messages. We are all channels in one way or another. Really honor your gifts by not doubting them. If you receive a download, accept that download as truth. Accept that download as something that resonates with you. Speak your truth. Use your voice. For me, I know that one way that I nurture people is by speaking, is by using my voice, it's by sharing my wisdom. It's part of my medicine. You know, I, I utilize tarot cards because I feel like it helps me get in tune with the energy and to pass messages. But I am also able to have conversations with people and speak to them and speak to their hearts and receive messages for them as well. And what spirit is really asking us to do now is really to trust in our higher selves, trust that we are becoming an embodiment of our higher self. Because in all reality, the person that we are right now is the highest self that we have ever been within these bodies. And we will continue to ascend and we will continue to transform because that is the purpose of being here. But allow your heart space to guide you. Allow, allow and trust in yourself to know that you know which way to go, that you know the decisions to make, and that you know what feels right. I'm going to pull some more cards and ask for my ancestors. Do you have any more messages for the collective? So the two cards that I pulled were Reflect and Infinite. So we are literally infinite. We are infinite energy. Our energy never really dies. Our energy continues moving. It continues to be in different ways. You know, from this journey, we go on to the next journey. From spirit, we continue the work. But what this card is really asking is for you to really just believe have faith, take a leap of faith and understand that the universe can deliver everything it is that you are asking for. But you need to have faith and you need to move accordingly. There is no room for doubt or fear in this, not where you're going, not with what you're trying to manifest. There is no space for you to carry the wounding. There is no space for you to carry any emotions that you may have stuck down and held. We don't need them anymore. The lessons, of course, we keep the lessons. We always keep the lessons with us because the lessons are the wisdom. But those emotions and those other things that you've been carrying, you don't need them anymore. You don't need to hold them anymore. And I feel like it's also really, um, it's really asking us as well to hold ourselves accountable. But whatever it is that you are trying to manifest, really put the energy and the effort in. Do all of the things that you need to do. Do all of the work that you need to do. Train yourself in any of the modalities that you feel that you need in order to complete this work, in order to do the things that you want to do. You want to make some extra money to start a business? My friend was telling me the other day, he wants to start a business. He goes, but you know what? I figured out that if I just work two more days a week, I'll have the money in a month. Hold yourself to that. Push yourself. Hold yourself to a standard and hold yourself accountable for accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish because you can and you will, but it first starts with you because literally you are the key to everything. You are the key to everything manifesting in your life. 
Um, for the reflect card, I actually want to read um, what it says. It's the Chalks of Kikango deck um, by Genos. I absolutely love her. Um, Sharifa, you're amazing. And it says, you are the author of your story. You have the power to rewrite your past and inscribe the future. Not all reflections need to be considered shadow work. Some reflections are here to remind us of our greatness. So it's really asking you, what are you going to concentrate on? What energy are you going to allow to be what drives you? What's your passion? What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding to the fucking flame? What are you feeding to the fire within you? What are you feeding to your fire? What are you, what are you feeding to your heart space? What is it that you want to accomplish? Because when you figure that out and you figure out where the path leads, surrender to how it gets you there. Because you definitely got this. Because this work is not for the weak, but baby, you've been doing it anyway. Because you are strong. Nothing about you has ever been weak. You need to always remember that. You've been through things that, that someone else wouldn't have been able to even fathom or imagine or comprehend, but you know what, you did that. And now everything that you have been through, that darkness that you have been through, that is medicine. That is medicine that you will share with others. And there is darkness that you've been through that you will be able to see others in and share your medicine so they can find their own. And that in itself is beautiful. Until next time, guys, peace. Sending you all so much love. Thanks for listening to this episode and continuing on this journey with us. Be sure to join our growing communities on Facebook and Instagram. We can't wait to have you back with us next week. Thank you for allowing us to be your voice. Until next time, remember to take care and be kind to yourself.